Hi, my name is Trisha. Um, I am known as the Core Behavioral Therapist, and I'm here with... Hey everyone, my name is Shane Ray Martin, and I am a suicide hotline volunteer and a dear, dear friend of the amazing Trish. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. Yes, um, he's pretty amazing too. Um, we're great friends. Um, I'm a therapist um, at a school, and I've been in there. I've been a therapist for a long time now. Um, and today, we've decided to talk about um, suicidality, signs to look for if someone is about to go ahead and um, want to commit suicide. So we're going to be talking about the signs of it. Yeah, absolutely. And now more than ever, I feel like anyone could come across someone who might be feeling suicidal. Whether we know it or not, this video is going to teach you a few tricks on a few things to say actionably that's going to help you figure out whether or not someone's suicidal. So the first question, Trish, I would ask you is, how do you know someone is feeling suicidal? That's a great question, Shane. So here are some things I look for. If um, the person's behavior is not where they're at baseline. So baseline is basically someone's normal behavior, their personality, if they laugh, if they're kind. If that behavior drastically changes, um, that's a red flag for me. It means that something is up. So then I start asking questions. Um, have you had your sleep yet? How many hours of sleep did you get? If they got a full eight, six to eight hours, and then that's great. If, if their sleep is disrupted or having, if they're having trouble sleeping, that's a sign for me as well. Um, I ask, how is your eating? How's your eating habits? If this person is a light eater, then I'm just gonna naturally think, okay, then they're, they're pretty okay. But if their eating habits change, overeating, undereating, that's another sign. Um, another sign is when I see someone starting to give away things, personal items, and being kind of happy that day um, because they know that they don't want to live anymore, that's a huge red flag as well, a huge sign when they start giving things away. Um, what else? Do, I can think of so many things. I also, um, I know for some of my clients who I look at their past history and I ask questions, have you ever um, cut yourself? Um, self-harm and if they've had a history of that then I will go ahead and ask them can you raise your sleeves for me um, and ask them to do that and almost 100% of the time 90 to 100% of the time when they do that I see marks on their arms from cutting themselves I also ask if they've ever had past history of hospitalizations um, in a psychiatric facility um, and usually they're very honest. People are very honest. They want to tell their story, some people, and they will tell me that they've had past history. Um, so these are signs that I look for. I also look for isolation, especially during COVID-19, where everyone is pretty much quarantined or, or staying away from people. Um, I definitely look to see if they're feeling lonely, if they're isolating themselves. Um, so th these are signs that I definitely look for. So a few signs to see whether or not someone's feeling suicidal during COVID are one, to see if their habits have changed drastically. Two, if they are giving away everything that they own. <laughs> that seems kind of, I mean, unless they're just a really giving person, that's something to be mindful for, mindful of. Well, 
So if you, if you see a student giving away things, like I work yeah. with students, um, then that's a red flag for me. If you see someone giving away their grandma's pearl earrings or something like that, then that's for me as a red flag. Yeah, that would be that would be an interesting red flag as well. And so that makes sense. And you're talking about also self harm, which is a really prevalent thing, unfortunately, as a volunteer at the suicide hotline in San Francisco, just representing the Bay Area in California, that we often see is that self harm is a sort of gateway or it's the first step towards feeling genuinely suicidal unfortunately so what we do is similar to what you recommended trish is we simply just ask people have you hurt yourself in the last 24 hours so we start with a broad like the beginning of the question is broad and then the end of the question is specific so have you been harming yourself is broad getting mm -hmm. specific is have you done it in the last 24 hours that makes for a really powerful question and ultimately allows you to discern whether or not this person is feeling suicidal believe it or not the last the other thing i wanted to add to to what you're saying is simply just asking hey, are you feeling suicidal today? Uh, when I was volunteering on Monday night yeah. recently, that's the first question that I asked a caller was, hey, what's your name? My name is this. Are you feeling suicidal this evening? It's something that's kind of awkward to say, but it allows you to determine whether or not they're feeling suicidal. So that's how we do it at the Suicide Hotline, and anyone can do that. That's great, Shane. That's really good. Um, you just reminded me of a very important point as well. Um, I'm pretty sure you probably do this, but I do ask, do you have a plan? And if this person has a plan, if they have a means, if they own a gun in their house, yeah. if they plan on jumping off the bridge, if they plan on going into a garage and turning their car on, um, these are legitimate plans. Um, and that's where I do call 911. That's yeah. what you have to do when there is a, a plan in place and they have the person has the means. Um, also, the cutting, Shane, you're absolutely right. That is one of the first steps as well, um, a step away from actually committing suicide. Um, some of my um, clients, not only do they cut their arms, they cut their upper thigh, their legs, because they. some people know that people will check their arms. Now, obviously, you can't ask them, oh, let me check your legs. But like, like what you said, Shane, you can definitely ask them, have you been cutting your thighs? And they, people will, if they, if you built that trust with that person, whether you're on the phone, Shane, um, on the hotline, or if you're just speaking to someone or a counselor or a therapist, or just a friend, if you build that trust with the person, they will be open with you. They will talk to you because it's a cry for help. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, this has been really interesting and hopefully very actionable. And now that you've watched this video, you can use these tips to discern whether or not someone is feeling suicidal or not in the moment. Is there anything else you want to add, Trish? Um, that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I have an Instagram page, The Core Behavioral Therapist. If you want to follow that and um, my YouTube channel called the core behavioral therapist as well. All right. Um, but yeah, this was Sweet. great. I'm so happy to, to talk to you, Shane, about this. this yeah. Core behavioral therapist as a YouTube channel. And then also if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Shane Ray Martin. Thanks for joining everyone. Thanks for joining. Bye. <laughs>